Welcome, my fellow brothers and sisters, to the Dynasty Podcast. The topics we'll be discussing is about our culture, which based off music, sports, politics, health and fitness, and any other hot topic or agendas that we have going on in the world. I want to be touching bases. Um, the one thing I don't think I'm going to be putting too much energy and effort into is probably the war that's going on in Russia. And it's probably the last time I might speak on it. I might say something crazy might have happened, but I'm not going to speak on that too much because I don't really think that affects what we have going on in America. Maybe it does, maybe it don't. But in like the maybe the grand scheme of things does, but in the, in the real, like this year or a few years now, it's not. But let me stay... Let me go back to a more light and more recent topic that we need that I want to discuss is the Will Smith and slapping Chris Rock last night. Um, I thought that was a little below his what do you call it? Um, I don't think he had to stoop to that level. I think he could have handled it if he wanted to slap him. I think he could have waited till he seen him like in the backstage after he won an award or at just leaving his. The set, like after everything's over, he could have just went in and slapped his ass, beat him up, gave him a black eye, whatever he wanted to do. Cause that's Will Smith; he can do what he want, really. Um, and I just think he he didn't like that they put him on Front Street. I just think it was all set up by the people who orchestrated that show. Um, I don't like how they plot two black men against each other because that's basically what ended up happening. Um, it made Chris Rock look real weak. It made Will Smith look like an angry black man, which he barely everybody knows he's not. But I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, like, you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, most people who are watching that show might think Will Smith is angry now because he slapped one of their favorite, like, artists and culture and people who are not known for that, you know. So they might think he's something now. And um, I thought it was cool he defended his wife. But, you know, everybody knows Jada's not perfect, but you know how this go. Everybody want to pick sides, and that's another thing I'm going to be discussing a lot in this podcast is about picking sides and how blah, blah, how that goes. And I don't like that people can't just have a real honest opinion. Um, they don't like that people are not able to stand alone and have their own opinion or just be somebody that questions everything and not really a disagreement, but just people have a different set of eyes, a different vision, different version of what they see, and people have to learn how to accept that. Um, and I just... It's a lot of stuff going on in the world that make me want to, like, tell people, like, certain things just don't need to be done. Um, pretty much it. Um, back to, like, the Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock has to do a better job of just picking and choosing who he came at. Like, he could have picked so many other people. You know, like, shit, if he wanted to attack somebody, i just say this, like, Attack the people that's stealing from our culture. Like, it's so many vultures in this culture. Like, like we create so much stuff and people steal it all the time. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, what do you say? I'm not old, but I'm not young either now. So, I had so many times when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21. Like, just don't, them age groups right there when I just used to just give people jewels. Like, I'm talking about magical jewels. Like, shit that they use it now to this day. And... We all have a little bit of magic in us, like, to really, like, pass around and to help others. But I think, you know, everybody has their abilities and gifts to their advantage. And, you know, when we're young, we don't really understand that things like that, like speaking and, and being prophets and just, you know, listening to your first state or, you know, thinking people that's thinking people are are as honest and real as you are. 
Like you have to learn. Like you can't you can't really put too much out there or people might do this and that. And you know, basically that was a little moment right there last night where they showed you that y'all still you know what <laughs> and they put it all on front street for everybody to see so you know we just gotta do a better job of protecting our top um echelon of the culture you know not um you know not making it taking it for granted i would say like taking it for like you know a joke don't don't overlook like what really happened that's all i can say about that <clears throat> Um, being that we're going to discuss all things, another thing that I really want to, um, touch base that I watched yesterday was the power book for my review of the overall show is that it's a little bit embellished and like, you know, but I think that there's really scientists that are trying to come up with drugs. This is basically what this show is about. Tommy goes to, he leaves New York, goes to Chicago and tries to take over the drug business, which he did. He, he first few episodes, he took over as far as like the hard, you know, the normal hard drugs like cocaine or whatever they were doing. But what ended up happening was the main end thing that they're trying to show you in the show is that there's going to be new drugs, synthetic. Well, you know, I won't call them synthetic. There's, they are synthetic drugs created in labs. But they're like high high class drugs. They're not, you know, they're not gonna make you like they're gonna make you like sick afterwards. And they're creating these things really in the lab because this is not the first show I've seen this. Another um show I watched, which is it's called El Dragon, which is an all Spanish show, which I think is really based out of Colombia. The family was based out of Colombia, but he was he traveled the rail and stuff like that. El Dragon is a great series, by the way. It's two seasons, about 90 episodes, 45 each episode, some crazy number like that, but it's a great show. Um, I don't recommend it if you don't like reading con- um, su- subcontext at the bottom of, you know, at the bottom of the screen because it's a um, Spanish, unless you're Spanish and you want to watch it. That's a great watch if you haven't watched it. But it's very similar to me to Power, very similar. Not, I think, I love stories and movies and shows, so I would go with El Dragon. If I had to pick between Power Book 4 Force and this one. Out of the Power series total, my favorite one is Power Book 2. I don't think nobody has really came close to that show to me. Like, it's such a... It's help. It's, like, it's helping... It's going to help the young generation, like, the, the kids that are in college now. It's going to help them, like, really maneuver and think a little higher class. Like, I don't care what they're doing, but, you know... You could be super, super brilliant and be, like, super intelligent, but also be, like, you know, have a real edge to you that you, where you come from. Like, I don't think people understand it, understand it about most people of color. It's, like, no matter where they came from, I'm talking about even if they're rich, it's, like, you could always trace their family roots back to some, like, real in-depth shit. Like, you can't really, it's so many you trace it back to like some real shit. Like you just, just what it is. Like you born into certain shit. Like that's really what shit be going down. Like I really feel that way about how they portraying these shows. Like they kind of putting that into a lot of stuff. So it's real, it's real. Like some of the shit real, some of it just embellished, but that's one thing I see they focusing on. And you know, I don't mind that, that type of thing. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the power series. Um, Other shows that I'm watching that I like to watch, um, it's a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm going to switch it up from what power is about and talk about 
the All American show. Um, I watched. I think it's. I think it was four seat. No, three seasons of the All American. Now it's the fourth season or something. I think it's the third or fourth season. But they changed it from the original All American to like. The girl who had the baby, I can't remember her name at this time, but you know, I watched every every episode. You know, the names don't really not that important. Uh, she talked to the quarterback, I think his name was like Jordan or whatever, and she ended up taking over the show with being the main character to this All American, which is a nice spinoff. Um, some really good actors, black black actors at that. So all the actors in there, I've seen them in something before. Some of them a little old school too. Um the original All American had Tay Diggs in it, so it was they had some star studded people in it. I think I, I can't remember um Tay Diggs' wife in All American, but I'm pretty sure I've seen her a lot of stuff, little stuff. Um, she did a good job in that, but the All American show is pretty great. Um, it's, it's a lot of real stuff happening in that one. I suggest that um it comes on CW, I think, but I'll, I just I know watching everything online, so nothing I watch is ever like on the same day except like. Stuff I really love, like watch. Um, yeah, All American is a great watch. Tune into that. Um, look it up. I can't remember the whole. It's like college something. All American, some college. I can't remember, but it's a good show. The other one that I want to discuss a little rundown on is Snowfall. Snowfall, the first three seasons, I want to say three seasons. Like, this was some, like, if they really took the story of Freeway Rick, Ricky Ross. Which is from guy from California. If you don't know, he was caught like under crazy. He ended up being a CIA agent to me. The way he described it, he didn't even know he was working with the CIA and not knowing when they started the crack academy. But he was really doing cocaine, selling cocaine first. That's how he got on so high. But he said once he started selling crack, that's when he went into a different stratosphere with it because it's easier to make, less less product, and faster to make and more addicting and they basically showed in the 80s when it first when crack first hit down there and it kind of took over the whole world from the west coast all the way back to the east top of the east coast in new york it went crazy when they dropped that stuff off in them neighborhoods and basically that's where you know if you ever see a, a free ray rick ross interview you, he would tell you like yeah but we was literally the beginning of crack and like they really dropped that shit off in the middle of the hood like we really was like a free fall and all of the smart one people got rich fast and then they started rounding people up like him you know he said they really didn't know he was doing so much had so much money because he was such a a homebody in the community he was really about the community but you know we had to find our way to make you know money and that's what he was making money in there and that's a that was an easy way to make money because it was so at his disposal and, you know, he, basically the story is hand for hand. The first three seasons was about him. But he, you know, sued, you know, if y'all watch Snowfall, you know, he sued the people who created Snowfall. I think the guy, I think the guy actually passed away. I'm pretty sure it was John Singleton or something like that. I want to say that. I don't know. I hate when I start rambling and talking and I be forgetting the exact name of these people. But I be putting my study in. I don't have a computer or nothing. I'm doing this off strength of my memory and my notes. Um. Yeah. That's pretty much, you know, Snowfall. The last two seasons hasn't been great. Um, this season is, like, the last episode I just watched it, it's, it was, like, so, it was, whoever um, in in, Cali- in 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 Hollywood or wherever they shoot these movies, I'm pretty sure it's Hollywood because where it's located. But the guy who wrote these stuff or whoever writing it now, that the last two seasons, the last episode was the most just unbelievable. They had actually, like, jumped into this old dude who's, like, a hunter. And like jumped into his yard and he tied them up. It was too these guys are too big. This dude's old. 
okay, long story short, he ended up roping them up, slapping them upside the head with his pistol or, or rifle, whatever he had in his hand at the time. He tied them up. He got two cages. One has a tiger in it and the other two has it. Now, they done, they showed, they done tricked this guy into literally literally um, getting ate by his own tiger, which is the most unbelievable shit. Because if you have a tiger, that means you actually know what the fuck you're doing with a tiger. And so he ended up, he, I don't even want to tell you the episode. He, they was already in like four different bad positions before they even got in that yard. So it was just crazy. Like part two was part one from the week before. And it was a little crazy, but Snowfall is pretty good if you want to be entertained and laugh. Well, not even laugh, but just, like, super entertained. If you like some hardcore shows, which I'm very into hardcore stuff. I'm not, I'm not promoting hardcore. I just like to watch it because it kind of gives you a real sense of what we're going. I be, you know, when you know, you know. So, you know, I just got to stay, you know, anything culture. That's all I feel. That anything culture, you kind of want to intake, especially if you're part of it. Like, you want to be in the know. So you're not out here clueless, like, not, you know, I'm not talking about, like, just, I have my platform now to discuss these things and how I feel about it and get my honest opinion, so it's pretty cool. Still fall, definitely cool. Um, Before I even leave the top, the subject of, like, I'll say film or TV shows, um, the show I watch that's, like, an animation right now, I'm a big Naruto fan, so I'm watching Baruto. Which is not as good as Naruto, because Naruto in the Shippen series and the original first nine seasons, whatever crazy number of episodes is Naruto, that is one of the greatest shows ever. I just really love that. It's like a more in-depth um, airbender, um, The Last Airbender. I love that too. And I think Naruto just took it to another level because it touched bases on your chakra and breathing and some important ass shit that we don't never discuss in the world. Like, well, in this United States, we so focused on being rich and famous and whatever other people want to be in their life that we forget about the basic stuff like taking care of our planet, which, you know, see, I'm talking, I'm, I'm jumping how I feel about a cartoon into like real life. So I do that all the time and I transition. So when I'm doing my podcast, you guys are going to hear me do this a lot. So let me break down the stuff that I love about the show Naruto, what translate into real, real life shit that goes on. First off, nobody trains their body right. Most people train themselves just to look a certain way, but we don't really use the energy, you know, like really tap all the way in, like really feel it, like really understand it. So like practicing your breathing is almost, practicing your breathing is almost a core ab workout in itself. Focusing on your core will help your digestive. It will help your mental um, running. I always suggest people run incline running to help endurance and like stuff like that because, you know, say you run a mile on a flat surface and you run a mile on a hill, it's probably like three to five times better, if not more, if you run up that hill than you just walking on a flat surface. And it's just stuff like that is just super important to me. Like super like people just don't want to, I don't like wasting my time. So I just want to make the most out of my opportunities like that and whatever I put effort into. And I just want people to know that. But jumping back into, like, why I really like like these shows and, like, how it explains things. Like, if you watch the original Naruto, he literally, like, probably every other episode when they're in class and they're learning to be ninjas, they teach you so much about your body and your mind and your, and your power within. And I know people might think it's crazy, but it really, like, it's the truth. Like, we in a new age. We have to really um, trust who we are as, as a people in this culture. And if you know what I'm talking about, you just know what I'm talking about.
And I just really feel strong about it. So, you know, even if you're an adult, man, check that um, Naruto all 900 episodes out, which I think that's really what it is. And also this, the the um the kid, the new one, the Baruto, his son, check that out too. Um, it's really, it's like very slow when you watch it. They're they, they, they not copying it. It's a little bit spinoff, but it's just like really cool when you see stuff. Like, it's really cool. Just, you know, it's a good show. Um... Now something I really like, really like, enjoy talking about, which is sports. <laughs> it's funny because like if I I could talk, I used to be like super into like, like my favorite team growing up, always been the Lakers as far as NBA. And I'm like the when I say I'm I'm not one of these guys that be like Kobe, Kobe, Kobe all day. But when you see me, when back in the days, like when I was just heavy into like players and picking teams and stuff like that, it ain't no social media. People to this day know I'm rocking with the Lakers. It don't even need to be discussed. So that's my guy. That's my team and my guys. I never and I'm not a LeBron fan. You could check my resume. You could check anything I ever been. I'm just a LeBron supporter now because he's part of my team that I love. Like I grew up loving. I never forget in '99 when the Lakers played the um when the Lakers played the Trailblazers. I'm pretty sure I was at. I want to say a um I was definitely at my um I want to say. I had to be at a family reunion. I was definitely at a family reunion. It was one of the best family reunions I ever been to. It was really dope, and I just like fell in love with like how cold Kobe was. Like Kobe was that guy, and I used to watch basketball. I think I watched the '98 Finals because that was the last year Jordan played. I was remember just sitting there with my mom watching it, but I didn't really understand the player. All the players just know Jordan was playing, so that I won't say I was in like. It's crazy because I watched that playoffs by myself. And, like, the 99 playoffs, I had, like, everybody. I know some of these people. Like, it was just dope. It was cool. And it was just a big change. And I just remember it to, like, the back of my hand. Yeah, Kobe, Shaq, nobody could stop them guys. That was, that was my favorite duo for sure. Um, But back to, like, what's happening now, why I'm, why I'm, what I'm saying now is, like, um, I still think my Lakers are a dark horse to win it all. But it's going to be a miracle. We have to get 80 back to close to 100%. Russell Westbrook has to play like OKC Westbrook and and that's you know and they have to jail they have to bond and the guys that's on the bench they have to do better. Um, the teams that I really really like was big on like I just really was thought was gonna make some shit really wreck something um, was the Cleveland like I just remember watching the beginning of the year and I'm like this team actually legit. Um, don't, don't see, don't mark me down for like, you know, I ain't gonna call myself expert. I didn't play high school or college in basketball. I definitely could have played college football and I definitely played high school football. So, and I coached high school and I, you know, did a little dabbling in, you know, a little recruiting stuff and all that. But it ain't, I still feel like I'm an expert in basketball, but don't tell nobody that. <laughs> I just think, um, yeah, the Cleveland team now, they got a lot of injuries like, like Jerry Allen. He reminds me, him and him and um, what's the guy? Evan Evan Mobley, which was the third overall pick. I want to say it was last year. I think he a rookie. Is he a rookie this year? Yeah, he's a rookie this year. But him, he should be rookie of the year. And I think him and Jerry Allen like remind me like of a young version of like Tim Duncan and David Robinson, like a younger version. Because I don't know if Mobley's Mobley's like, I want to say. Tim Duncan as like he's more you know long. Jerry Allen can pop, pull and pop too, but he's he's more defensive. Defensively, 
he's stronger. But they give me like Twin Towers vibes. Them two give me Twin Tower vibes. But Jerry Allen been hurt for like the last three weeks. I pretty was it was pretty serious because he's been out a few weeks. And I hope he hopefully he comes back playoff time. They lost um when they lost what's the guy's name? Oh, it's Ricky Rubio. Which Ricky Rubio, you gotta remember, he was one of the top. I think he was drafted seventh or fifth, one of them odd numbers that he was drafted by the Minnesota. But I thought he was a little over overhyped when he first came to the league. But he really worked himself into a professional, like a national basketball player. And this was his best year, like hands down. This is Ricky Rubio's best year, and I and this is I just liked how everybody was clicking, and I think he brought a lot of fun, good leadership, like like he. I know I don't know what it is. Like he made everybody jail. He he was a very he was a glue guy that really stuck. They brought in um Ray John Rundle, but he never really he's always a little dinged up and he sucks it up playoff time. He's you know, Rundle's been in the league almost sixteen years, I pretty just wanna say that. It's been a while. I think two thousand three he came in, something crazy like that. No, nah, not two thousand three, he was oh seven or something. But um yeah. Um Rundle definitely He's not the same as Ruby. Ruby is a little young, well, a little bit better shooter, I would say. I think, and he he just he flow with them better. He's a little bit more faster pace, you know, crossover like nice pass, like you know, a little bit more flash. I think they like it that. I think the young guys like that more. And Gardner, uh, I think who else? Uh, what's the other guy's name? It's another guy. But yeah, they have a nice young core. I like their team. I like their team a lot. I think next year if they draft well, you know, they probably got you know they draft well they. Keep all their core guys back. I think they're gonna be a real good. But the team, the team that you know, since my Lake, I might have to. I don't want to say switch, but you know, I I'm a big Lamelo Ball fan, and I just and I like and um and like um I just like the whole team. Um, I like the pieces they have. I like the youth. I like Obrey is one of my favorite. Like I won't say favorite, but he's. I like his toughness. I like what he brings off the court as well as on the court. Like he, he give me that, but you a slap your ass type vibe. So, <laughs> so I'm very big on Kelly Oubre, and I like how Miles Bridges, um, and them other guys on Plumlee, Duke guy, all them guys tough. I like it. I like what they do. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, um, when it comes down to the NBA, my top, my top teams, but those are like my dark horse teams in the East. My dark horse in my dark horse team in the West is always gonna be the Lakers, especially that we suck. But my f- top two teams that realistically on paper, if I had to pick, I love how Philly looks. I I, I won't say because of James Harden. I just really am a big Embiid fan. Like, if Embiid, Embiid is, to me, is like, he's like, I won't come. He's not better than Shaq, I don't think. But his skill set is just so versatile and, like, he's unguardable. Like, this man really got a, he's almost a 40% three-point shooter. Like, it's crazy numbers. Like, and he really could low post you, like, bully you down low. Like, it's two or three people that got to come. He got a mean mid-range game. He definitely got a crossover if he had to give you one, and he gonna drive and he gonna and he going hard and he he could finish and finish and complete with free throws and everything. So, to me, Embiid, if he not to me, he's MVP if he doesn't miss too many so many games throughout the year. Like he's he's an MVP candidate every year. He should have won a championship already if Kawhi wouldn't have made that lucky shot. But we're not gonna talk about that. But Embiid definitely one of the greats, and he definitely top. Yep, and. 
yeah, I think it's the um, it's Philly, it's and it's gonna be Brooklyn. I'm a, I, 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 I love what um, Kyrie did. I'm so happy that he got um the um COVID whatever. I don't want to say COVID. I don't want nobody coming at me. But the vet, whatever the thing is, what he didn't get it, and and I like that they changed the rules for him to be able to play. Um, I'm not gonna talk too much about that crazy jump right there, but um, yeah, KD's just a monster. Like everybody knows, if you ask me, if I had to pick, I I really was like, when I told myself like when I was a kid, when Kobe retired, I was gonna be a KD fan, and I was gonna be my top player in whatever team you go to. I was gonna pick, you know. But when he switched so easily, like, it just, that was like, ah, he was doing so well. Like, he was literally at the, what, he almost won, went to the championship, beating the, um, before he left. Like, I just didn't like that. I just, that's like, he's going to be a favorite player of mine, but I can't make him the best. Like, I can't make him my next win in the line. I just, that's, that's, the, that spot still kind of vacant, like. I love John Moran. I love what I, Memphis actually is the dark horse of the East. Like they literally are the dark horse. They're like the, they're the sons of last year to me. And I'm just not saying it like I'm not being funny. Like they really been beating people ass, and they really got scores. They got like four or five guys that could give you twenty five every night. Like no joke. Like Bane, um, Moran. I think they like lost two games, and Moran missed like fifteen, sixteen games this year. They like crazy record without him. So. Yeah, Bane been stepping up the last four games. I've been picking him on my fantasy team. So he's been giving people like 38 night for the last three or four nights. Um, I love Jackson. Jackson be hurt on and off. He, I want to see more from him, though. I've seen him play. When I watch him play, he gives me like, who do he remind me of? Like, I won't say KD because he he's not as like fluid with his scoring. But he actually might be a better defender. But he got that skill set, that long, that athletic. Like, he could guard basically five through, if you want to say one, and when he switched. Um, I just really like his upside. He was hurt a lot, lot like last year. But this year, he's been on and off. He's been more consistent. He's been playing more games. And, like, look at their record. Like, they they look really good. Um, yeah, those are those the dark horse teams. Um, the favorites would be Philly and Brooklyn. My dark horse is definitely Memphis. So, those three teams... If I had to pick, like, and then Cleveland would be my fourteen because I like Cleveland a lot. Um, that's the East. Um, those are my guys. I think coming out of the East, I I would have to give it the edge. Uh, I want to say Brooklyn, and I also think Chicago would be ten times better with Lonzo Ball because they was like number two seed for like all year when he was there. Like he was literally. He literally is their glue to that team. I could tell. Like they not even winning now. They've been they've been on a little um mini losing streak on a, you know. And I think Lonzo is definitely the glue. And I they, I like Lonzo, but Lamelo's better. But Lonzo's he's professional, man. He's a professional point guard. Like he he gave me like Rondo two point vibes. Like he's gonna win. So they are gonna have to deal with Lonzo getting that. Ch- he gonna get a chip before he leaves. So he's just a he's a natural leader. You can tell. Like everything he goes to usually wins when he gets a chance to start. So. Chicago definitely had a boost like him running the show. There was there was you could see the difference. And he had been out for almost he'd been out almost a month or two, so definitely missing Lonzo. For the West, um, it's not really nobody I really like in favor, but except the Suns. The Suns are like running through the West and they running through the East, so it's like and they have the best coach to me. Their coaching the coaching in for the Phoenix is like that guy is a hell of a coach. Monty Williams is a hell of a coach. He's actually, he should have probably been a top coach in the league for the last 10, close to the last 10 years. He just not have not had the 
the the um the teams like the the teams have been super young, and you know how they do black coaches. They give us the worst product. Trust, I've been through this my whole career. They give you the worst so called players, which everybody knows. All it is is development and changing people's mindset to one goal. And I ain't gonna give y'all too much sauce and juice because I am gonna still be doing my thing in this in this real way for it. But you know, you get the picture when it comes down to coaching, like. It's up to the coach to put in the work to make their players actually effectively win consistently. Like, it doesn't start overnight. Um, yeah, the Suns. Um, you got, you got um, the Warriors. I think they're a little bit past their like time. I think if Wiggins was more consistent for his scoring and being there, you know, just like that energy. Like, he needs to step up to more of a Draymond Green type of phase and role now because Draymond is, is older. Like, Draymond been in the league 11, 12 years, and all the players do every year is get better as far as athletic and scoring and stuff. Like, people do stuff that Draymond Green do, but at a better rate and version now. Like, they're better than him because they're older, they're younger, and they watch them and they learn and, they, you know. And I think Wiggins... Him being that top guy, he needs to step up in the defensive role and the playmaker role because he got sh- he got shooters on the team. I like Poole. I like Curry. I like that Thompson's back. He's getting a lot of rest days here and there. They got Eagle Dollars, just a coach on the coach player on the bench. Like they got a good locker room. Um, I don't know how tough they are in the interior. Though I like Looney. I don't know if he's been consistent this year. Um, other guys, you know, they they be all right. I think they're gonna be you know top four for sure. Um, who else out of the West? Hmm. Those, those are two. I don't even know what to say. The Clippers, like, it's really not. Those are my favorite. Those are two. The top two is my favorites. Is the Warriors and the um Phoenix. I, if anybody comes out of the West, that's a dark horse. I want to say Dallas. Dallas. Um, no, Denver, Denver took a step back. Utah's took a step back. Um, Dallas, he might even took a not a step back, but it might be about the same they was last year, and they got a little bit better youth on their bench, so they might be a real dark horse just if they put it together. Um, yeah, but I just think Phoenix is gonna win the West, um, and the only people that gonna challenge them for real with this type of scoring and shooting they have is is the Warriors. But we gonna see what happens. I ain't going to talk too much more. I got a lot to go into, like, specific topics as far as teams and stuff with NBA. But I'm going to just let that be. Uh, I can't not leave my first episode without talking about this because it's, like, super, super important to me. Quarterback, being a quarterback in the NFL. Okay. I have a big problem with this. And it's not it's not a um secret. Um, The NFL is known for having, like, bigot, racist, um owners and i don't think they give a fuck i don't think they care if they people think they're racist or bigot because they all in their own group and club and they talk to each other which means the people that me or in the culture are not even included in whatever they're discussing we don't know nothing that goes on in their personal um meetings or nothing so we're not invited into there so i don't think it's a problem that we discuss what we see um the end results of what they come up with and i just remember like it's like crazy to me and I don't like to really like like. It happens so much in the NFL with quarterbacks. I'm just talk about quarterbacks tonight, cause or today, because that's the most important part of the the, the game. Um, Baker Mayfield, 
he should he's Johnny Menzel 2.0, and I've said that since he got drafted. Like they keep trying to hype these guys up. Like that that whole draft class was the hands down by a mile. I'm talking about miles by miles. Lamar Jackson was the number one quarterback in that class. That man was picked like fifth. He was the fifth quarterback. They were trying to change his. his they were doing crazy. They were saying this man. He won a Heisman Trophy in the at 19, not eight, sophomore, true sophomore. He only played three years in college. He dominated Florida State, Miami, whoever you name. This man dropped 63. I was there. 63 on the nose. Like, easy money. Like, he looked it so much better than everybody. And this man's from Florida. So, like, you got to understand, coming from Florida, like, being the top player in, in this area is, like, you, you just the golden um standard. Like, name you could name probably out of the top eight players in the NFL history, you can name half of them will be from Florida. You can name it. You could really check history books on this. That's because we have the best athletes here. That's because we have the most creative people here. And I let people want to, like, the only reason why we're so divided and people got to realize, like, like, and I, and I, and I, you know, being, being from Florida, I'm going to make sure people understand I'm from the Florida. Like, I'm not trying to rap nothing. I'm just telling you I'm from Florida and I love my state. I love the people here. I love what we do. I love what we are. I just wish that we all came together better because I just see it it harpers us from giving money, us from getting money creatively. And I hate the fact that we don't capitalize on our greatness because so many people will literally like, they'll sit up under us. They'll come, they'll come to this state, sit up under us. You know, you know, we not, we not, we are, when it comes to like, trying to be like how you say it like high class we like we i know i'm i know i could be a little bit behind because i don't i'm not trying to keep up with the trends too much i'm really trying to set trends if you know how i am how i rock i just want to set trends not really you know copy nobody and that's really what a lot of people from florida do because we are trendsetters we really are and we don't really like it's like when they was when we was when we was inventing when inventing was really popular people were still inventing things like, people take your ideas and patent it, and then, you know, and that happens in Florida so much. Like, it's crazy. Like, people, you know, we got a lot of shit going on over here. And a lot of it comes with, like, a lot of us being Native American for real. Not black, so they got black on our, um, see, I'm talking about culture. I told y'all, like, to flip in and all. I'm going to start talking about the NFL, how they treat quarterbacks, but I'm just going to jump out real quick from that to telling y'all that. A lot of us in Florida are literally natives. Like, we're from this land. Like, I'm not saying all of us are because a lot of people come here. But you got to realize from the quick history note, like, I th- I, want, I read the book. So, it's, um, it's like the Florida, Florida War. I want to say, I went to the Seminole Florida um, Museum in Tallahassee. And I really, like, went there, like, th- two or three times when I was in Tallahassee. And I just wanted to get the vibe and, like, soak it up. Like, because I'm, I just know, like... Do you know you know like I have like it's real so they're trying to strip they try they already did I remember in 2014 when it was like you no longer could um claim that you're native and blah 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 if you don't do it before 2014 and all this extra stuff I'm like why are they trying to create something like this and they know we is like and I didn't you know 2014 nine I'm that was like what eight years now and I just remember them creating that bill it was when Bumble was in office. I'm like bro they doing too much I know they know these people are natives. Like, they got our DNA. They act like they really tell us what they want us to be. They try to tell us what they want us to be. They try to take, they try to study our DNA, da-da-da-da-da, get data and information 
all this, you know, all this, and they never gonna figure out. Cause um, the Most High always ahead of anybody that's in a in a lab or studying. Cause whatever they try to kill us with, it only gonna make you stronger at the end of the day. Especially if you survive it, and then you have an offspring from it. So when they try to do, I'm just I'm jumping. It's just like everything is gonna get. It's 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 always gonna end up being more of what they don't want. So they have to um learn to really work with us and do better by that. And back to like the NFL, like yeah, by far Lamar was the um was the best in that <laughs> not even close. And I just hated that he didn't get it. Like he, he should have been the number one pick, not the thirty two pick. And look, I love that the Browns when they got this show and watched it because it was just like everybody was so and this man got so many I'm not even a hater, but I'm to my when I tell you when people get money, it's a great thing. It's not a bad thing for nobody getting money. But he had all those progression commercials. Like he was always complaining. He really never stuck up for his teammates like a quarterback really does. Like he, everything was so PR. And like, I don't like those type of people. Like we need more real people, not no fake ass, crybaby ass, daddy's boy who basically probably got this job because he's somebody's dad is got a little pull. You know what I'm saying? Like. Nobody's fooling me. Baker Mayfield is one of the most averages quarterbacks that ever been drafted. Never won. He always makes him special. Like nothing. He's like, oh, I like the fire, bitch. He's five eight, bitch. Like he's not good. Like he got a few lucky games. Like you know, a little hot streak. As soon as they hit his ass, bitch, it's over. <laughs> and that's just how I feel about that. Like as soon as they hit his ass, he was over. And that happened the last two years. And once they figure your ass out, it's done. And they already figured him out. He don't, he not like he don't got like the strongest arm. He not none of that. So, yeah, Lamar man, sixty million man. Stop playing with the guys, man. I love that um D got D Watt got two thirty, fifty plus a year. That's a great. That's great man. And yeah, like I just got really exposed that I'm always disgusted. I don't want to go too hard on no nothing negative like. But yeah, look, the owners got to just really do better job. Um. NFL, what I did talk talked about NFL, the quarterback coaches. Um, it's um it's the offseason, so I'm not gonna go in depth about that. I like my favorite team's the Buck, but I don't really have a favorite team anymore. I'm just I just like to enjoy our um sports now. I'm getting a little bit mature about it, and I want to really be um neutral about the topics I discuss when it comes to these teams and stuff. So I don't I'm not claiming no favorite teams no more. Really, I stopped that you no know, few years now probably. <laughs> You know, it's more it's more business. Um, yeah, I just, just that's pretty much it, man. I'm so happy, man. Again, this is the this is the first episode of the Dynasty Podcast, and I'm just super excited, guys and girls. Um, hopefully, you continue to just work with me, stay with me, and and keep building. And once everything gets linked up and everybody can start sharing it you make sure you share like subscribe and you know reach out be active i love everybody's response so you know let's make it happen that's 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 it for tonight and the evening love all y'all y'all be safe the dynasty podcast